0: It's a football podcast with Safa Dean.
1: Shout out to the Miami Dolphins because uh, I think this might be the second time we picked them all season. This is my 10 seconds to shine right here.
2: Tyler Dragon. My pro track career was like Smush Parker's Laker career.
0: (laughs) And Josina Anderson.
3: So he basically saying, so over here, we're not in King of Diamonds. We're not doing Lemon Pepper Wings.
0: Each week, our USA Today Sports Plus Insiders talk X's. Analyze O's and bring you behind the scenes exclusive entertaining insightful because they know football. But what's it called? Yes, a football podcast.
1: What's going on guys? It's week 16. The NFL season is just a few more weeks left here. I'm Safa Dean, joined by Tyler Dragon and Josina Anderson. We are your NFL Insiders of USA Today Sports Plus. Tyler, there's some shake-up happening in the NFC. Your Chiefs, your Chiefs are all the way at the top, man. They they survived the Patriots. They survived the Titans. But uh, we got a little shake-up in the NFC. The Green Bay Packers are still number one. The Dallas Cowboys, I told you they'd finish in the top three. They're at number two. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number three. Also, your Arizona Cardinals, Tyler. Can't forget about them at number four. Tyler, I was at the Bucs game last week, man, and um, the season-ending injury to Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Leonard Fournette have hamstring injuries. Um, what the Bucks didn't need for them to happen to them uh, in order in their second time, you know, the, the title defense for a second straight Super Bowl, it unfortunately happened to them on Sunday night, Tyler. Uh what's your first reaction when you think of all the the Bucs injuries last week, man?
2: Man, uh the Saints put a beatdown on them. literally they're a the 90 walking... beatdown,
1: Tyler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're the walking wounded after that game. As you said, Chris Godwin, that's a huge loss for Tampa Bay. Uh, on the outside at receiver. And then, of course, Leonard Fournette, he probably won't be available for the rest of the regular season. You know, I don't see how they rebound from this and defend their title. I, I know they're still one of the best teams in the NFC and still, you know, a contender. But when I look at the landscape in the NFC and I look at a Green Bay Packers team, I look at an emerging Dallas Cowboys team. I'm seeing also a hot Los Angeles Rams team that's one three straight. I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, without Chris Godwin, can beat those upper echelon teams in the NFC. And then, of course, hold you on, have on. Le- no, no, hold on. on. Then you have Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's still going to be hobbled coming back in the playoffs. Might be rusty. I, I just don't like what I see out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hell, and the Saints me. might have put a blueprint on how to defeat Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because the Saints have played mm-hmm. Tampa Bay well, very well. And the whole Tom yes. Brady scoreless uh, for the first time in 15 years, they put that on tape for the rest of the NFL world to see. <laughs>
1: Tyler the Saints and the Bucks every time they played in the last two seasons the Saints have won the Bucks have put that on tape every single time (laughs) and every other time every other team in the league can't beat the Bucks look the Bucks have three games left in the regular season I think before we start talking about Super Bowl and things like that they go visit the Panthers they go visit the Jets and then the Panthers come home to Tampa Bay to, to, to end the season there for the Bucks. So, so
2: they got three cupcakes. They That's got three
1: cupcakes. Me. Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette. I mean, I don't know if these guys would be able to rest because they didn't score nothing against the Saints. But um, Antonio Brown's coming back. You still got Gronk. Ronald Jones is going to have a bigger piece of the pie this week like he did a little bit more as he did last season. Look, the Bucks, and they still have Tom Brady. There's a reason he wasn't shut out in 15 15- years years, um, you know, as, as a home team uh, playing at home or, you know, just as a quarterback for that matter. The Bucks just need to get through the rest of the season. And whether that's resting Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette for the next three weeks or, you know, hopefully you get them back at some point for a game or two. But um, the, the loss of Chris Godwin is really significant. Look, he's the second leading receiver in the NFL behind Cooper Cup in terms of receptions. Um, Tom Brady finds him over the middle every single time and he has sure hands. He catches everything thrown his way, um, so it's definitely a big loss, but when you think about Mike Evans at his best, Leonard Fournette at his best, Antonio Brown at his best, Rob Krakowski at his best as well, and then the the Bucs just have a couple of players here and there that can make a, a player two, like Rashad Perryman, who got that uh, game-winning touchdown in overtime a couple of weeks ago, and even Maybe Le'Veon Bell, who they just signed this week, can come in for a little bit of a spark—just a little Le'Veon tiny.
2: Le'Veon Bell, just a
1: little tiny. He did a of lot spark. in
2: Baltimore, didn't he? <laughs> I,
1: I, I said a lot of other names before I got to Le'Veon Bell there, Tyler. <laughs> Nothing as much as expected of him, but I—the Super Bowl concern is definitely there for Tampa Bay. Um, the end of the season concern, though, is not there for me just yet. I think they still have enough in the tank to compete with the Cowboys and compete with the Packers. Um, you know, for those top three seeds in the league.
2: Yeah, I I do agree with you. For the rest of the season, they should be fine because they have three layups. But long term, I think these injuries are going to take a toll on the Buccaneers. And uh, Levante David, he's going to be out Mm -hmm. for a few games on the defensive end. So when you get those guys back, they're probably not going to have a bye week heading into the playoffs. We'll see. Get those guys back. There might be a rust factor playing on. I, I still like them to win a playoff game, maybe two, but I don't see them in the Super Bowl this year. And, I mean, that they might surprise me. I know you're still high on Tampa Bay, but They're I think that there are other teams in the NFC that I would favor over the Buccaneers, and that's starting with – the Los well, Angeles Rams, who are playing very well right now. Really? You know, I'm, high, I'm, I'm, I'm high on the Rams now after really? I've seen them play. And the number one team in of the course. NFC right now. Of course. So I would, say to that convers-
1: I would say to that conversation, I I thought there was only one team that you could answer that question to that would say is better than the Bucs. And I think that is the Packers. I think even though... Aaron Rodgers has Tovid or whatever he has going on. <laughs> I don't like to. betting against Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. I do not, Producer Emily. I do not. And uh, when it comes to the Bucks, it might be a different story. But um, I think that might be the one team that could give it to them. I'm not sure if the Cowboys really have what it takes. I know Zeke had a really nice run game last week. Um, I know the Rams are on a little bit of a streak, too, as well. Um, but Tyler, there was one team you were really, really sure about a couple weeks ago. That I just want to make sure: are you are you still sure about your uh, Arizona Cardinals there in Phoenix, man?
2: Man, what what can I say about the Cardinals? Now, you ha- hold on, it,
1: hold on, hold on. You had them finishing top three in the NFC. That's I, a- I
2: did, I did, I did. But
1: they you, ha- you had really... them being okay after DeAndre Hopkins even yes. got his foot injury too, you know. But uh done, Poor, poor done. Go, go, go ahead. ahead. Done, you know, no, and, then, and then just to lose to the Detroit Lions, <laughs> the worst border. team in border. the NFL, Tyler. Uh-huh. I mean, I, what, what do you got to say for yourself in the Cardinals? Tyler?
2: Are, are you finished? I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. Are you finished?
1: I, I, I just really had to build up, build up, you know, everything okay. for this for this comment here. For
2: me, okay, yeah, I, I know you're gonna pour it in about the Cardinals, and you know, it's one thing to lose to the Rams at home. Aaron Donald was dominant in that game. He's the best defender in all of football. Okay, that's one thing. Now, mind you, they've lost all their nationally televised games this season when they're trying to gain respect around the league. They lost to the Packers at home in front of a national audience Thursday night football. Lost to the Rams on Monday night. And then to follow that up, you fly to Detroit and their new fancy new team plane, and lose to the lowly Detroit one win Lions, I- I'm done. I'm done. If you lose to the Lions, I'm done. Just like when the Pittsburgh Steelers, Tyler's when they tied the Lions, I'm done. Uh-huh. I'm done. You can't lose to the Lions. And so, one, Tyler, I- I'm ahead, done. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm done because it- it's just they showed a lack of effort. They obviously overlooked Detroit, mm-hmm. in Motown, and they just got beat down. They allowed the Lions to score 30 points on them. Detroit had only scored 30 points one other time <laughs> all season. And I get DeAndre Hopkins. That's a terrible blow, and he might not be back for the rest of the season. You told me
1: they'd be okay with that. Yeah, them there, I did.
2: I thought they would be okay, oh, but their defense man. took three steps back. And DeAndre Hopkins had nothing to do on the defense then. He doesn't <laughs> play cornerback. He doesn't play defensive end like Arizona. What's going to Kyler Murray was throwing interceptions. Like right the what's Detroit going Lions. on Arizona? So
0: I to get something I'm straight. The
2: Arizona Cardinals, but I, I do, I do think I, I, they will make the playoffs. Uh-huh, they had a fine season, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't trust them anymore. Anytime you can't be a contender and a team that. You expect to win it all in a team that wants respect and lose to the Detroit Lions in December when Detroit Lions had one win all season (laughs) coming in. You cannot lose that game and be a contender.
1: For the record, guys, Tyler has no beef with the Detroit Lions. None whatsoever. It's nothing personal.
2: Tyler's (laughs) just looking
1: at the record and telling you guys what it is, right? So, Tyler, from everything that you just said just now,
2: the only thing that really stood out to me was... These boys
1: got a new plane and they're one in the new plane?
2: They're one in their new plane. I, I wrote a story about the Cardinals' new plane. They got a fancy new plane. They're only the second team in the NFL with their new per, uh, personalized plane. A
1: personalized plane. Wow, they're, they got their their double-deckers first, they, on it?
2: Their first, they don't have double-deckers All on right it, but there. they have, you know, uh, like 40 first-class seats. It's a, a nice first, a first-class high-tech plane. Uh-huh. And they go to Detroit, that's their first game in the new plane, and they go and lose. Damn, they so, and if and they, lose. so if they the are feeling themselves. Sunday, they were probably feeling themselves. If and the I don't game, know how they're feeling themselves, because they lost to the Rams.
1: Well, Tyler, I read. if you fly in, in Saturday for the Sunday game, I mean, they probably turned up on the plane, man. They probably had a good time on the new plane, probably thought they were going to play Lions that could walk in, and... I would say this, Tyler. Um, You know, we talked about the Lions at times during the podcast. And, you know, I've always said it's impossible for a team to win every game in a season just as much as it's impossible for a team to lose every game in a season. I covered the Dolphins when they were tanking in 2020. And I'm bringing this up for the fact that they had won, they had lost eight straight, nine straight, I think, or I'm getting my numbers wrong. But, there's always a team that overlooks the team with the worst record. There's always that. It always happens. And sure enough, that's all that little spark that team needs to kind of, you know, win a game. So Detroit's got its wins second, right? Second this year already? Second win, two, yep. Was it two in a row for the Lions or uh, two out of three?
2: Uh, it, yeah, look that I think up. it's two out of three. We Is definitely it? have to look at They haven't <laughs> won much but they they <laughs> Detroit <laughs> is playing better they are two all right
1: two out one. of three two out yes. of three two out of three okay good so Detroit is on the come up Arizona is down and Tyler I would say this to uh, DeAndre Hopkins that injury we didn't speak about it much last week but um, I think that's a devastating injury for them and I mm-hmm. think when you have an injury like that everybody's psyche on the team changes it's not mm-hmm. like he's going to come back from a hamstring or anything like this it's He's done for the season. We don't have our best receiver. Now all of us kind of have to pick up the load a little bit more. And psychologically, you're hoping, if you're Tampa Bay, that they don't feel that way about Chris Godwin. I think they're too loaded to feel that way about Chris Godwin. But the Cardinals are not as loaded as the Buccaneers. Well, I think see, that injury
2: hurts I, 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 get, I get your point, but the Cardinals have still opened the door for DeAndre Hopkins to come back this uh this season and in, in the playoffs, not the regular season. Regular season is done. Now it is bleak. It is not looking optimistic, but they're still holding out some hope would, that yeah, he could return. We
1: need to stop. We need to stop holding out hope for guys that got big MCL, <laughs> ACL injuries to come back in three weeks, six weeks, like they're going to. But still, that, that's
2: right. no. That's no excuse. <laughs> they have more talent than the Detroit Lions across the board. With, I mean, you can. I don't think many players under the Detroit Lions can start for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, Who? I think you might be right. Think <laughs> so, Pene, Pene Suel- they had no business Pene losing. Sewell,
1: give me one. Give me one. Pene Suel, he could start.
2: Maybe um, yes. yes. He might do. Yes. The franchise you know, has Detroit, left tackle no, no, yes. in fairness, Detroit's <laughs> offensive line, they are above average. That's probably the only unit on the Lions mm. that's above average. I do give you And Detroit Lions that their offensive line has been playing well
1: as of late. Tyler, we gave so much grief to the Los Angeles Rams for losing in prime time to the Tennessee Titans, losing in prime time to the San Francisco 49ers, losing in prime time to the Green Bay Packers. And what do you know, Tyler? They have won three in a row. A win over the Jaguars got them started. They beat the Cardinals. But I mean, like, I feel like anybody could beat the Cardinals at this point, right, Tyler?
2: <laughs> what? Well, anybody could beat the Jaguars, you mean? <laughs> and, then, and then it's
1: way to 10 win over the Seahawks last week for Matthew Stafford, Odell Beckham Jr., my guy Van Jefferson, Go Gators, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, that loaded Los Angeles Rams team. Tyler, you watched the game last night, man. What was your takeaway, um, you know, from the Rams beating the Seahawks? And not even that, too, but what they can do for the rest of the season
2: my takeaway and i wrote this in my column today that the rams defense is playing at the level they were playing in 2020 when they were ranked number one in all of football they've only given up uh an average of 13 points the last three games three game winning streak and they've allowed under 300 yards uh total offense in the last three games so we all talk about cooper cup and he's having an Historic season offensively at wide receiver, on um, pace for winning the triple crown and receiving yards, catches, and receiving touchdowns. But that defense, led by Aaron Donald, is playing exceptional right now, and they got Jalen Ramsey back uh, from the COVID nineteen list, and uh, he was a uh, really big. Had a couple pass deflections, what five tackles, and uh, and that win. On Tuesday night, it feels weird saying Tuesday night football against the Seattle Seahawks. But this defense uh, for the Rams, they are playing really well. And that's going to be the key to success uh, for this Los Angeles team. And don't look now, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams overtake the Cardinals in the NFC West and I know Whoa. I sound I know I'm taking a 180 from weeks past, Whoa, but when I look sure at the are. when I look at the Cardinals, they still have the Dallas Cowboys next mm-hmm. week in Dallas, and mm-hmm. then they have a, a Seattle team that's not going to lay down um versus them. Oh, and not to mention on Christmas Day they played Jonathan Taylor and in the Indianapolis Colts. So. They have a very tough schedule to end the season, and I would not be surprised if they lost uh, two of those three games. And the Rams, they're playing well right now, and the Cardinals, they're backpedaling.
1: Uh, It it, it prouds me to hear you say the (laughs) the name Jonathan Taylor because I told you a couple weeks ago he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. Here uh, you go. I mean, yeah, no, 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 no,
2: no, no, hold on, hold on. I, pre- I wish producer Emily had these receipts. You said he was the best. Now, that's where I push back and say he's, he's the, not the best. I said best he best is season. one of the best. I, I Obviously, he's one of the best, but I cannot go as far he's, he's as best saying best he's the best. Now, is he having a fine season? Yes. Is he having a the best season, season rushing the football? Yes. But overall, I still think there are a few running backs. If I had to start they, they my season today... I would pick over. Starting with Alvin Kamara. I would pick him over Jonathan Taylor. If I had to start my, my franchise, crazy. I would pick him.
1: I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I just wanted to get my receipts out there. You know what I'm saying? I put it out <laughs> in the open so everybody in the podcast knows that we are really NFL insiders. We know what we're talking about. Just except when you talk about the Cardinals, that's all.
2: Oh, man. You know, hey, it's like 10,
1: 10 wins, 10 wins, or 10 and 4. I think it's fool's goal, Tyler. Do you it's think their 10 wins are a fool's goal? Wow. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to have another primetime game this week coming up.
2: <laughs> and and they lose?
1: What happens when the Cardinals play on primetime, Tyler?
2: <laughs> maybe maybe they'll have you know the Christmas spirit, and then they're, that will uplift them, and they'll win <laughs> that State Farm Stadium in Glendale. Yeah. You don't I sound mean,
1: convinced like that might happen, I, I don't. I
2: don't. Uh, especially the way the Colts played against the New England Patriots last. Jonathan Taylor, usually Bill Belichick designs defenses to stop your best mm-hmm. player, what you I like try to, to do. Tell you. I try to tell you. But Jonathan Taylor, wow. Yeah, I, I don't have a much faith. But if they take Jonathan Taylor out of the football game and force Carson Wentz to beat them, then that's the recipe for. Carson.
1: Yeah, if the Patriots can't do it, the Cardinals ain't going to do
4: it. <laughs> right, so. I do want to say, Safed. I I'll give you your props on saying Jonathan Taylor was, you, you said it a while ago, that he was top caliber, that he was great. It is not the most underrated or out there take, though. No, no, no. Because he Tyler, was voted Tyler into the Pro Bowl this week but my, with my the highest this, votes.
1: My point is this, that Tyler
2: disagreed with me. No, 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 no. I, I disagree with correct. you, you saying he was the best. You he said he was, was the best. best. He's, He's not the best now. running back in NFL. He's, He's not the best one right
4: now. Well, wow. he was selected first Pro Bowl after leading the entire NFL in vo- votes. So we do have to put out there that, that does put you up there with the best. I think I would say it's it's up there with the best. Um, they revealed five players the NFL did um, ahead of today's announcement, um, which will come later today. He led the way with two hundred sixty-five thousand votes. The other five selected include Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady. Los Angeles Rams defensive tackle Aaron Aaron Donald Donald, excuse me, Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, and Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup.
2: Yep. See, if I had to build my franchise around a running back, number one would be Derrick Henry, but he's hurt. And then two it would be Alvin Kamara, and then probably Jonathan.
1: Then probably Jonathan Taylor. All right, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. We're not doing that today. If we we were starting (laughs) franchises, we'd have different jobs and a whole lot of different money, Tyler. (laughs)
2: Hey, maybe that might be my second career. Second act, (laughs) what do you think?
1: Nah, after I hear some of the takes on this podcast this year.
4: (laughs) I thought this was your second act, Tyler. Wasn't Trackstar your first?
2: Oh.
1: Wow. wow. producer Emily off the top rope.
2: My pro track career was like Smush Parker's Laker career. <laughs> <laughs> get a yell that Kobe.
1: Get a yell that Kobe. Yeah, the, say, it's the second part is like that, too. You just get a yelled at by me all the time. <laughs> by Jocita, too. All right, guys. Uh, obviously, the big topic of the NFL and, and honestly, sports world, really, is the slew of. COVID-19 cases taking over the NFL. Um, some big names recently this week, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs. Uh, Cole Beasley from the Bills. He gets some uh, some shine for that because of reasons we all know why. Uh, Jared Goff from the Lions also testing positive this week. Um, and just another record week for the NFL in terms of positive cases, guys going in the list. Um, literally just days after we had games postponed might be we could be inching towards that again in week 16. Um, Josina, I guess your reaction to all of this. We've been very, very you've been very, very outspoken about COVID and with regard to the league. And this is just another week in the in the life, I guess. Right.
3: Well, yeah, I just and I feel like it's just um it, it's like a, a a battle of different perspectives in the NFL, much like it is uh, a reflection of society, <laughs> mm-hmm. because you do have some players who, like Tom Brady, who absolutely came out and said he is for you know being able to test out quicker, and he was for you know the modifications, and then you have some other players who you know are very vocal, whether it be like J.C. Treader or Joel Batonio or you know whomever, and their family members who. And family members that I've spoken to who feel like they're vigilant and watching what's going on with the league and threatening to be litigious if necessary behind the scenes because they feel like it's um, it's too nonchalant, like they're going in the opposite direction. And I do get it, you know, as far as people's perception of Omicron and feeling like it's less severe, though on my timeline, I... You know, I, yes, you know, though I'm in journalism, it was a science major and doctors in the family and all that other stuff. So I'm a geek and I read studies like that. But, you know, and, and I saw it referenced again this morning, very early on CNN, they're talking about that same study that has yet to be peer reviewed where it talks about Omicron being 70 times faster in terms of its replication in the airways, but, you know, 10 times slower in the lungs, which is why people are not feeling like it's as severe. Doesn't mean that the replication isn't coming. It's slower. And obviously still, we haven't, you know, had a a huge, large uh, sample in terms of the length of, you know, being able to review Omicron, right? So- I still think, you know, me personally, that it's better to be safe than sorry, rather than six months from now or a year from now, find out it's this or that. And oh, by the way, you know, that's the nature of viruses. You know, most of them don't present super quick, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And not to talk about, you know, something that's whatever, but like even Epstein-Barr, Epstein-Barr virus is like connected to so many conditions, autoimmune, thyroid. I mean, you can go on and on and on that people, that EBV is, and it, it can sit in your system for, over a decade two decades and not present so just in general i don't think it's the you know having to take one more test is not i mean what is that i mean being able to test out quicker one more test to just be sure when you're you're having like what's his name higby from um from the Rams, where you know false positive false negative false i mean it's just like (laughs) I, i i don't get it i personally would be safer rather than sorrier, and i guess the football players feel like well i'm catching a ball i'm fine (laughs) you know what i mean because i'm not walking around with a big wart on my forehead you know or my arm falling off so i must be fine you know what i mean i don't know i just i just don't i personally don't agree with it
1: i think we're dealing with a little bit of a situation here too with you know 2020 was obviously a very striking year for all of us from all of us going to living freely to Um, wearing masks every time you had to go out, hand sanitizer, wash your hands every time you got into the house or wherever you had the opportunity to do so, you did it. Um, And then, you know, the vaccine came out. And then after most of us got the vaccine, there was a relaxed, um, you know, protocol on wearing masks publicly, publicly, excuse me, and the NFL, you know, assumed the same lifestyle here. And I think the reason is because, you know, a lot of things have relaxed into kind of what we were used to after the vaccine, right? And now this past year, this past season, specific, specifically for these NFL players, the protocols have been a lot more relaxed than the year before. And so now when you're putting it on the players again to be a little bit more stiff with the um, protocols and wear masks again and, and separate and do things outdoors only, you're getting to the point where players are not as vigilant because they may not see the need for it because they haven't been affected for COVID, by COVID for a year and a half time. But this next stretch of the Omicron variant is definitely something to be concerned about here, you know in the next couple of weeks. Um Justine, I guess and Tyler, what was your reaction to the games on Monday and Tuesday having to, you know, teams having to wait to play? Um well, you know, what do you think the some of the players' reactions and the coaches'
2: reactions were to kind of having
1: games postponed?
3: Tyler yep. go first cuz I'm going to grab my power cord real quick. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) Okay. You know, it's kind of unfortunate because this NFL season, it has really been, you know, exciting, longest regular season ever in NFL history. And the finish line, we're getting closer towards that. And now there's a huge COVID dark cloud that's just hovering over the season. That's affecting outcomes of games, affecting teams, performances, affecting who can play or not. And, you know, you two said it uh, really well, society as a whole has relaxed and as a reflection i mean the nfl has done the same thing and unfortunately covid hasn't relaxed in fact it's mutating (laughs) into different variants (laughs) and pretty soon i I know it's gonna be uh, another variant it seems like every couple months there's a new variant we almost forgot about delta (laughs) so have
3: you seen designated survivor
2: I have not seen designated. You never seen designated survivor, survivor.
3: No. survivor on Netflix. No, not yet. You never no. seen it. This but is I, like episode. This is like season three, where they but, put out this genetically engineered, you know, virus that just, you know, affects melanated folks. But I, ha- I, ha- I have seen the. <laughs> but movie. But that is season three. Designated survivor.
2: <laughs> I, ha- I have you two seen the movie Contagion? Yes. yes i feel like we're in a a real life episode of that movie like we're living it right now (laughs) So
1: sometimes art imitates life and sometimes life imitates art right you don't get the ideas for these movies from nothing happening right and uh you know the thing is with these pandemics too is like there's so many more pandemics that have happened in this world long before all of us right and and it's just i guess another step in kind of how we all evolutionize as a society and as as a people um, you know, all together. But, you know, I guess kind of getting back into the NFL mix here, um, there's, there's three weeks left in the season, guys. There's three weeks left before the playoffs. There's a lot of teams in the mix here for a playoff spot. And uh, stop
3: it. But stop. Before you go on, I just want to ask you two, because you guys have been traveling. So I'm just asking you you two, are you guys not – how do you feel about Omicron in the airports and on the planes? I'm just curious.
2: Do you want, do you want me to answer this? Yes. Go, go ahead, Tyler. You go first. You go first. <laughs> So let, let, no, 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 let, I'm going to be real. So, you know, when, you know, if you go to the doctor or go someplace and they ask you, have you ever been in close contact? And then now I have to answer, yes, my close contacts are Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham. (laughs) (laughs) I was within six feet of both of them. And the next day, (laughs) like, man,
3: like what? Right.
2: So, yeah, so obviously, yes, you know, you you can't help but be concerned because what thousands and thousands of people have died from this deadly, disease. So and do you
3: double mask on the plane? I do not. Do you, I do not
2: double mask on the have plane. Have you now, sat beside someone mask.
3: who has a, and I'm really asking this because I'm trying to decide if I'm going to a game this way. No, no. It, on planes. But have you sat beside someone who's uncontrollably coughing or was
4: rude and would not. No, cover
3: you're
2: just head. hoping. Yeah, yes. People. Yes. Have? I have it. <laughs> so, uh, just, I give people the death
1: there if I hear them.
4: I wanted to throw it to the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, talking about how one team has been able to avoid COVID positive tests during this very difficult stretch.
2: You know, we're doing a great job with our COVID protocols. Fortunately, there's not a ton to do in Cincinnati, so it's not, you know, nobody's going out to clubs and bars and getting COVID every weekend. Wow, Joe Burrow. He's basically
3: saying, so over here, Joe Burrow, we're not in King of Diamonds. We're not doing lemon pepper wings. We're like the Raiders and know how to keep ourselves together. All these other teams that messing it up for everybody else is because they inviting the girl over, they kissing, you know, they going out, they doing all of this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't just catch Omicron by stepping outside. You gotta be near somebody with the Omicron. Okay? So if you ain't touching your eyes, your ears, your nose, and your mouth, okay, and letting, letting anybody breathe in your face. I don't know how Omicron is just getting through your skin. Okay. For somebody I'm just saying, I'm lived, just saying.
2: <laughs> For somebody who's lived in Cincinnati for a few years, Joe Burrow is not wrong at all. <laughs> for somebody, for
1: somebody who visits. Oh, Cinc- oh, you're
3: basically saying because there's nowhere to go. Is uh-huh. that what you say?
1: For somebody who visits Cincinnati, I'm gonna tell you as well, Josina. Um, those places you mentioned earlier, th- th- those places ain't there either. So,
3: oh, <laughs> <laughs> so they ain't got no options. That's basically what you yeah, said. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. For somebody who lives where those things are, what you just mentioned. Yeah, oh, they okay. don't got no options. Oh, so
3: no bent over bars. I got you. <laughs>
2: they, they do, they do have, you know, uh, uh, some good restaurants. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just
3: saying. I, every <laughs> time I think about that, I think about, you know, the Dwayne Haskins picture. I'm sorry. You know, it's just, it, look, it's out there, and I didn't the do it. Dwayne Don't be Asking. mad at me. <laughs> All right, so time now for our insider prediction segment where our intrepid insiders, Tyler Dragon Dragon and Safedine Dean, tell you who they are picking for the upcoming top games of the week, including Thursday Night Football with the 49ers at 8 and 6 and the Titans, who were 9 and 5. 49ers defense has been coming alive. Titans still showing their selves in the AFC. This is actually a tough one, guys. Who you got?
1: Oh, my God. This is a tough game because it's, the Titans are playing really poorly the last couple weeks, especially <laughs> uh, last week against the Steelers. I mean, Tyler, I know Tyler's going to say who's going to lose to the Steelers, right? Uh, but I kind of like the Titans in this game, honestly. I don't like San Fran coming across the country. I know they're playing well. I know Jimmy is maybe turning the corner. George Kittle is still probably one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Probably the best one this season outside of Mark Andrews. Um, I'm going with the Did Titans. Did you though. just
3: say Travis Kelsey was the best tight end?
1: I said Kelsey was. I put Gronk up there too. I think Kittle's playing well, but I think Mark Andrews probably be in the got best up there? Okay, but go ahead.
3: It's, it's only four. Of them. all the tight ends in the- it's
1: only four of them. It's only four of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love the banter. It's you know, only
1: four of them. I'm going with the Titans at home on Thursday night,
2: Tyler. Uh-huh. Okay, I, I do like your pick. You know, the 49ers, I do like how they've been playing uh, recently. Debo Samuels, what? He's on pace for, or did he already break the rushing record for uh, touchdowns for a receiver in a single season? I mean, he's playing receiver, running back. I got to pick the Titans. Oh, <laughs> i gotta pick the titans hey, I, Josina. I you know,
1: know what's going on here no 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 go ahead give your explanation no, then you i'll know. tell everybody what's going on, on. Oh, no because
3: he's trying to maintain I, his advantage no. exactly no, Josina.
2: exactly I'll, I'll I, I have no problem going first no it's not know, about going like,
1: first it's, it's you're picking the same pick because if we both no. lose then the,
3: well the here's to the, the thing same. we'll let tyler go first on the next one any more explanation any more explanation
2: I won't I won't give too much of an explanation. I just think the home team is going to win this game. As I soon as I said Tennessee it, Tyler was like, you know. More.
3: Okay. In this game. It's locked in. It's locked in. We're moving on to the next one. The Bills, 8-6, and six, trying to regain their stride a little bit after losing some questionable games there. The Patriots coming off of a loss against the Colts after... Uh, Frank Reich did exactly to the Patriots what the Patriots did to the Bills in terms of running, 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 and not that much passing. So who do you have for this AFC East matchup?
1: I'm so glad you decided to go first here, Tyler. Go right ahead.
2: I'm I'm definitely going to go first. I think the Bills are (laughs) embarrassed uh, after they lost to the Patriots that week where Mac Jones only threw three passes in the win. It was the fewest passes. By a winning team since 1974, and they were at home and they lost. I think Buffalo is going to return the favor. They're going to have a balanced attack. I think that's the recipe for success for Buffalo. Um, Devin uh, Singletary, yeah, Devin Singletary. Sorry, forgetting his last name. He rushed for what 84 yards last game. I think they're getting more balanced on offense. I got Buffalo winning in New England.
1: Wow, Tyler. So Buffalo kind of did me under here because I picked them to go against the Bucks. I was a week too early with that pick maybe. Um, But, look, Damian Harris is dealing with a hamstring injury. He didn't play last week. Um, Stevenson's played really well um, as a backup for the Patriots too. But I think if they're going to beat the Bills again, they're going to have to pound the football again. And I think if you don't have Damian Harris do that, um, I don't like doing the chances in this game. I'm going to take Buffalo as well. Um, just so that I can also keep ground in the uh, in the standings, uh, as much as you want me to pick. You're the trying
2: to copy my picks. It's fine. No, no, I'll go, first. You know, I'll go first for i You don't the bills. Of the picks. You go know ahead,
1: the, the Patriots are your pick, man. Like you, you picked them last week against the Colts. You were wrong, and now you don't want to pick them again, even though you know they're going to beat the pay- the the Bills, Tyler. <laughs> <All> right,
2: <go. laughs> they're locked go ahead, in, go Josina. go ahead. <laughs> Are you singing an old ritual? I mean, what's going on? <laughs>
3: I'm just I'm just adding the background church track. Okay, well, your Ravens are eight and six. Mm. Now Tyler Huntley has been showing himself to be a pick that maybe a lot of scouts should have done their homework better on. Bengals eight and six. Still hanging in there in the AFC North, especially after the Browns with the questionable call on third down, elected to run instead of pass, which did not run out the clock as it would have. And so now they're at the bottom of the AFC North. Which team of these two do you like the best in the AFC North battle?
2: Well, the Bengals are actually winning the AFC North right now. They haven't won the division since 2015. Now, I do believe Lamar Jackson will be healthy enough to, play, and be effective in this game. He's only lost to the Bengals one time as a starting quarterback, and that was this season. And I just said how the Bills were embarrassed at home. The Bengals were definitely, I mean, the Ravens were definitely embarrassed at home by the Bengals earlier this season. Now they're going to be playing in Cincinnati. I do think they are going to get to win. This game has significant playoff implications. The winner of this game will take over control of the, AFC North, I have Lamar Jackson and the Ravens beating the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Tyler, it's so hard for me to pick the Bengals. It's so hard. Pick them. Pick pick them. I picked them to play the Browns. I picked them to beat the Browns. They lose by 30-something. I picked them to beat the Chargers. They lose by Mm 20-something. I picked them to beat the 49ers. They lose by three points. All right, maybe they turn the corner. Maybe they turn the corner. I don't know. But I think the Ravens here, uh if you get Lamar Jackson back, that's obviously the best player in that game. Um I applaud John Harbaugh for going for two every time he's gone for two to win the game. If you know you got the you know the worst team playing, um, you know, like he did against the Packers, you go for two, you try to get the win. It's just one play, and if it works, you're a genius. Uh but Tyler, they're gonna come around for me one day. They're gonna come around for me one day. I'm Stop. picking the Cincinnati Bengals to win this week, Tyler.
2: Wow. Okay. They're
1: going to come around for me
2: one day. They're going to sweep this the Ravens. Week.
1: This week is going to happen.
2: You better hope Lamar doesn't play
3: um okay all right i just saw something else but it ain't got nothing to do with football all right so we are going to the steelers seven six and one steelers still just kind of hanging around hanging around chiefs are 10 and four yes tyler we know your chiefs are coming around except for the fact that they're dealing with covid as well just like the other teams he, with the exception with the Raiders who came into that game with no COVID positive. So it Tyreek is possible. Uh, but what have you, what are you picking, it here?
1: Oh, I'm going first. I'm still rocking with the Chiefs, Tyler. I'm going to rock with the Chiefs with you. Listen, uh, I, come on, I don't
3: <laughs> trust Pittsburgh.
1: I know Pittsburgh might have more players this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm still rocking with Patrick Mahomes. Um, but look, Travis Kelsey and, and, and Tyreek Hill, um, there's some talks that maybe I think, if not one, but both of them could possibly come back before Sunday with the new protocols in place. I wouldn't bank on that if I were anybody betting out here. Um, but also, you know, Pittsburgh, you got a couple good wins. It's good for them. Um, I think they'll be a little rejuvenated and excited to play this game knowing that Kelsey and Hill aren't playing. Um, but I still got to give this to my homes, man. I'm, I'm still going to pick the Chiefs
2: here. So I've been hearing... I'm going games- to pick the Chiefs again. <laughs> <laughs> I have been hearing that things are moving in a positive direction for Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. I know Travis Kelsey for certain is vaccinated. I'm not unsure about Tyree Hill. So based on the new protocols, they have definitely a good shot to play this week if they continue to be asymptomatic. Um Something tells me the Steelers are going to turn things around a little bit. Oh, wow. They had had a good win, but I'm going to pick the Chiefs again.
3: Uh, You definitely try to make that like a little tease. I'm going to pick the Chiefs
2: again. They have the longest active winning streak in the NFL at seven games. They're going to make it eight straight. On Sunday versus the Steelers, I got the Chiefs. Why don't we, the when we have a Chiefs right game, just is put you on mute
3: unless you're going to tell us you're going to do something different.
1: Is my pick locked in? Um,
3: is my you want pick to pick the Steelers? In? What'd you say? What'd you say?
1: I'm asking if my pick is locked in.
3: Oh, your pick? Well, you, want, you trying to change mm. it? I, I don't know. That's Emily's rules, man. We haven't, mo- we haven't moved on yet. Yeah, you, can, you yet. can pick the Steelers. We have a very small yeah, window. I, the, the window Do is it. within the next 10 seconds. Every
1: winning streak has to come to an end, Tyler. Do Every it. winning streak yeah. has to come to an end. I'm going to take the Steelers, Tyler. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to pick the Steelers. Uh, at least Ben Roethlisberger has somebody to throw to. I'm going to pick the Steelers. Well, so, you know what? Go every ahead. win streak has to come to an end. It, it's I was officially right locked pay-
2: in, right? I was right Ooh, about the Patriots' win streak ending last in. week, Tyler. Oh, well, we should
3: have probably had my dog do some of these. I'm glad. I'm glad, I'm glad it is officially
2: of locked in Let's because lock the Steelers in. just announced that Devin Bush is on reserve COVID list. All so. right. So. <laughs> 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 Their best linebacker. <laughs> besides <laughs> T.J. Watts. That's all right. So, that's ain't, nobody, ain't nobody on the chief's <laughs> offense
1: you going to have to defend. Oh, no, Don't worry. Lord it's Lord okay.
3: Mercy. You see you see how Tyler just withheld the information. Oh, yeah. I know. They, they literally
2: just you
3: announced see, Tyler? it while well, normally we Normally, I'm watching Tyler, Twitter, but I got, dirty, the, I got the Riverside view see, open right now. I'm so sorry, picks, so, but
2: I couldn't slide these that These come
1: and around me. and Tyler turn into a different person, yo. That's crazy. Wow. Man.
2: Hey, I'm competitive. You know, that athlete never dies. It's all
1: good. It's all good. Devin Bush got nobody to defend, and not like Kelsey's going to be out there. So. Well, <laughs>
2: let's move to, That's not let's
1: what I'm
3: move to Monday. So. Let's move to Monday. The 7-7 seven seven Dolphins and the 7-7 seven, seven Saints. Oh, we you know, the Dolphins the Saints, this time. The I know came Dolphins. back and, mm-hmm. and had a big defensive performance. Now people want to talk about Dennis Allen. And, you know, what job should he get? Although, when he was with the Raiders as a head coach, I believe after Hugh Jackson left in two thousand eleven did not get over five wins through his whole duration out there. However
1: pull up the receipts, girl.
3: I'm just saying, I'm not saying, you know, well is he a better head coach? Maybe. Mm. Or is he a defensive or is he a coordinator? That's what you got away, you know, when you're pulling up other people's receipts from their past as well, as far as their coaching record. But nonetheless, their record the same as the Dolphins, who have been on a hot streak. Remember, after electing not to go with Deshaun Watson because he couldn't settle the cases, or they would have gone with him. Um, But nonetheless, with Tua, who has shown his mettle in this win streak as well.
2: You see how she gets all the neck twisting when she's trying to make a point? The neck twisting, the arms, the I hands moving. <laughs> you, you, you see that people song? from in? the East
3: Coast, from the Northeast, we are demonstrative when we speak. Now, some a little bit more demonstrative than the other If you in the middle of Times Square, but I digress. <laughs> go
2: ahead, stop it. I know these are your Dolphins, so I'm going to let you go first. You're probably – You don't let me go first. Well, yeah, thank I'm gonna you. Let you. I'm going to let you You know,
1: sh- shout-out to the Miami Dolphins because uh, I think this might be the second time we picked them all season. I got to go back and look at all that. <laughs> shout-out to the Dolphins for coming to the mix again. Um, look, Josina, you mentioned it. The trade deadline was everything for this team, okay? They lost seven in a row before the trade deadline, and when the deadline passed, they won seven in a row. Uh, the, the, the schedule t- uh, softened up. The defense got better, yes, for sure. Um, all those things contribute to seven wins, but also, two has played well the last seven games as well. Um, it's not just all on the defense, and two has proved he may not be the key to the recipe for success, but he's definitely not the problem in Miami.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the Saints, I ain't worried about the Saints defense. They scored nine points last week. I'm taking the Dolphins, Tyler. You better pick the Saints. You better pick the Saints, Tyler.
3: Wow. Did you just say you're not worried about the Saints? I'm not
2: worried about the Saints. You see how passionate Sophic is when we talk about the Dolphins?
3: We got to give them. This is
2: my 10 seconds to shine right here. Sophic is so passionate when we talk about Miami or the Dolphins. And, you know, they they have won six straight games. Mind you, they'll only beat. Oh, is it seven? I thought, no, I'm I'm pretty sure. No, you're right. You're right. It's
1: six. It's about to be seven. It's about to be seven. My bad. My bad. Now,
2: the only team that they beat with a winning record during those six games is the Ravens. So it's not like Mm -hmm. they beat some world beaters. They've been playing the Jets for crying out loud. Mm, The Saints ain't got a good record either, man. Now, and the Saints, they don't even have a winning record. They're 500. But I do like how the Saints played mm. and performed against the Bucks. Mm, I the only do they have the New good Orleans against. Saints
3: minus Leonard, minus Chris, minus Ab. Yeah, the Dolphins don't have those players
2: Mike either. It's Mike okay, Josie that they held them scoreless. <laughs> they held them scoreless. Tom Brady without the field. And people wanted to say
3: Byron Lefkowitz. they don't want to hear about Byron Lefkowitz. I was like, wow, okay. What do you want to I tell Byron Lefkowitz
2: right now? I got the Saints against your Dolphins Soffit. I think the Saints, they're at home. You they're going to be Mercedes Stadium.
1: It's going to be 2 it's time to shine Monday night, Tyler.
2: Fresh off eating that gumbo, that jambalaya. Mmm, I like that New Orleans food. Yeah, it's great. Too spicy.
3: It's too,
2: too spicy? It's spicy. It's no too such thing as too spicy. You know,
3: they, they call that pitta in, at Ayurveda. You know, too much spice in your skin. You know
2: what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I thought that clears out your pores. It does I mean, a bunch of that, depends, too. It
3: depends. It depends. You know, some can be more aggravating than others.
1: All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of It's a Football Podcast. Uh, make sure you download the USA Today Sports Plus app in your Apple Store, in your Google Play. Hopefully, our NFL insiders help you fan harder with USA Today Sports Plus.
2: Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. What oh, y'all yeah, give me? What y'all get me? Nothing.
0: It's a football podcast. Find it now on the USA Today Sports Plus app, where the biggest fans fan harder.